Welcome to The Genius of Liberty by Catherine Durack, presented by the Mercantile Library. I'm your host, Hilary Copsey. Today's story is beer kegs, baby buggies, and ballots. As delegates from across Ohio gathered in 1912 to revise the state constitution, the powerful Anti-Saloon League threw its weight behind women's suffrage, kicking off a battle of behemoths as a liquor trust formed to fight back. Four days after the 1912 Ohio Constitutional Convention assembled to consider numerous changes to state laws, Wayne B. Wheeler, superintendent of the Anti-Saloon League, made a startling announcement. The Anti-Saloon League is avowedly out in favor of women's suffrage with the view that this would give the League a dry majority throughout the state and in the end make Ohio practically a prohibition state. Expecting that the endorsement would alarm male voters who enjoyed raising a pint or two, suffragists tried to set the two issues apart. Since statewide prohibition does not exist in any one of the states in which women now vote, Mrs. Harriet Taylor Upton reminded the delegates, the woman suffrage question is an issue separate and distinct from any of the liquor questions agitating the Constitutional Convention. Despite such reassurances, brewers, distillers, and saloon keepers fretted over how the Anti-Saloon League and kindred organizations were making a dry versus wet issue out of the woman's suffrage question. During convention debates, Mr. Anderson of Mahoning County condemned how foreign brewers had circulated among delegates and told them how they wanted them to vote. He reminded his colleagues, you all got a pamphlet asking you to vote against putting woman suffrage on the ballot. If you do that, Anderson declared, you demonstrate that you care more for the breweries than for the home and more for the beer keg than you do for the baby buggy. Likening mothers to fruit trees, Mr. Marshall of Coshocton County believed woman suffrage would cause irreparable harm to future generations. We cannot have beautiful fruit from trees laden with parasites, anything that saps or destroys any of a woman's vital power will lead to the degeneracy of coming generations. <clears throat> Mr. McClelland of Knox County registered concern over gender roles. The fact is that the unwomanly woman is now demanding her way by force Manly men are accustomed to defer to the wishes of good women. If some of you vote for woman suffrage because you think that the women want it, some of us must vote against it because we know that the most womanly women we are acquainted with do not want it. Mr. Bodle of Hamilton County, the self-appointed humorist of the convention, declared woman suffrage is no longer a joke. It is a sex war. The whole movement is but part of the effeminate superficiality of this generation. I say to you who approve the effeminate spirit of the age, why don't you just agree to turn the government over to women if they are indeed your superiors? Why not have women justices, women presidents, women senators? Ah no, even you do not bow so obsequiously as this. Your knees will not kink so far. Months later, with a woman suffrage measure on the ballot, 
Wayne B. Wheeler once again announced his views to the public, this time to a large crowd in front of the courthouse at Elyria, Ohio. Wheeler would vote for women's suffrage because it would do lots of good for the Anti-Saloon League and because the, the proposition was a just one that any fair-minded man could not deny. Although Wheeler now ridiculed the idea that women's vote would uh, turn the state dry, the damage had been done. In September 1912, woman suffrage was defeated at the polls and the powerful liquor trust that had mobilized in response to anti-Saloon League support would become the suffragists' most formidable adversary to the end of the fight. Thank you for listening to The Genius of Liberty. The series is researched, written, and voiced by Catherine Durack and produced by Chris Messick of the Mercantile Library. The theme music is Battle Hymn of the Republic Medley, created and performed by Marissa Anderson. To hear all our six-minute suffrage stories, subscribe to The Genius of Liberty on SoundCloud or iTunes.